Hello and welcome to the podcast, Spiel Anime. My name is William, and for today's episode, we're going to be talking about Dragon Quest, Your Story. The initial release date for this film was on July 16 of 2019. It is currently now on Netflix. The directors for this film is Takashi Yamazaki and Makoto Hanafusa. The film is a 3D CG anime film based on Dragon Quest series. This specific film is adapted by the 1992 Dragon Quest V game. Box office total was about 13 million US dollars. The runtime for this film is an hour and 42 minutes and is rated PG. So now we're going to be talking about the plot of this film, as this is also the first film that is subtitled and different from the Ghibli films I was talking about. So the plot of this film, the story begins with Luca's birth. Getting of the film is all in 8-bit like the original 1992 game. Followed by Luca and his father Pancras to get back Luca's mother Mata as she got captured by monsters. They travel city to city and around the world to find Mata. While doing so, Luca's childhood travels as well. Luca meets Bianca while acquiring a golden orb and finds a saber cub and names it Percy. When Luca and Pancras visits Colburn's castle, Luca witnesses Prince Harry's abduction by a dragon serving Bishop Laja and companies. Pancras goes and finds Prince Harry to save him. While trying to save the prince, Bishop Laja takes Luca and Harry while fighting Laja's henchmen. Laja's henchmen beats Pancras to near death as Laja has a sword around Luca's throat. Before Pancras completely dies out, he tells Luca that his mother is still alive. Laja takes the kids to his giant temple as slaves. The boys are enslaved under Laja for 10 years working on his giant temple. Luca and Harry are 18 years old now and they finally plan to escape the temple by pretending they are dead. They get into a barrel and get pushed down a waterfall. They escape the temple but Laja men find out and they are chased down until Dr. Aegon hides them in a hay wagon. Dr. Aegon owns a pub near the temple to spy on Laja and to help runaways escape. Luca and Harry hides out in Aegon's pub and tells them all the information about the temple. Dr. Aegon, the next morning, hides them in a crate to go to a safer location and away from Laja. Harry returns to Kohlberg and parts ways with Luca, promising to repay him from Pancras' rescue attempt. Luca goes to his old home to find out that he could be the legendary significant hero to take down Laja as he got his information from his father's diary in the basement. While back home, Luca meets Sancho, who is Pancras' servant. Sancho tells Luca more about his father and tells him to visit Mastro Ferrato town to find a sniffing sword, which is the most powerful sword and can probably stop Laja's evil plan to awaken the Grand Master Ninzo. Luca goes to travel to Mastro Ferrato. While on his journey, he meets a slime and names it Gutru and reunites with Percy again as the group is now three. A wealthy nobleman named Rodrigo Brislati as he possesses the Sniffing Sword, but his town is terrorized by Bjorg. The town has tried, but none has succeeded against Bjorg. If anyone beats Bjorg, the person wins Nera's heart and gets to marry her. Luca goes to the castle to talk to the nobleman, but gets greeted by Nera, who wanted to stop his father from allowing people to offer her marriage. Nera is excited to meet Luca because she thought he was dead. 
Rodrigo and Luca talks and tells Luca that he can be the sniffing to take down Laja. Rodrigo shows the chamber for the sniffing sword, but it is taken by Bjorg. Nira tells Luca that she is happy that he will take down Bjorg as she likes Luca, but also does not want him to get hurt. Luca, filled with excitement, goes to Bjorg to beat him, but fails. Luca is now burnt and injured and goes to the local pub to get healed and helped by his old friend Bianca, who used to go on adventures with him as kids. Bianca helps Luca get the sniffing sword from Bjorg's lair. As Luca tries to release and open the sword, he is unable to, saying it is stuck. They flee Bjorg's chamber to go outside into the forest to defeat Bjorg. Luca allows Bjorg to submit himself, making him loyal to him by sparing his life. Luca returns to the city as a hero and gets to marry Nira. That night, a witch visits Luca, saying that he is hiding something with his true feelings. The witch gives him a potion to confess his true feelings to the true person he loves. Later that night, Luca gets subconscious with himself and drinks a potion, and the potion makes him confess that he is actually in love with Bianca, not Nira. The next morning, Luca tells Rodrigo to cancel the wedding, and he goes to the local pub to see Bianca. Luca confesses his true love to her and asks her to marry him. Bianca, who secretly liked Luca since they were kids, says yes to marrying him. Luca sees the witch from last night and says thank you, as the witch knew from his eyes that he was not going to be happy if he went with Nero. We find out that the witch was Nero in disguise, as she runs and hides from Luca before she turns back to her original Nero self, as Nero knew Luca truly loved Bianca and not her. Luca and Bianca go back to Luca's old home where his and his father used to live as newlyweds. Time skips fast as Luca eventually gets a son named Atlas. Luca, Bianca, Atlas, and Sancho are living together and happy until the sniffing sword starts to shake as Luca thinks it is time to start looking for a legendary sniffing hero who can release the stuck sword. All four suddenly get attacked by monsters at their home. Laja abducts Bianca while turns Luca into stone. Only Atlas and Sancho escape free. Laja takes Bianca to his temple and reveals that she is a sniffing too. Laja shows her Mata and tells her to let Maja Mada to open the demon world. Mada tells Bianca to escape and that she cannot open the gate. Bianca attacks Laja, refusing to open the gate, but Laja is too strong and turns Bianca into stone as well. After that, eight years pass until we see Atlas and Sancho retrieve a magical staff to release Luca from his stone stage. Luca and Atlas are met by giants as they were chasing Atlas. By mistake, Luca gives Atlas the sniffing sword, but Atlas does not know and takes out the stuck sword and demolishes two out of the three giants. Luca tells Atlas that he is the legendary sniffing hero and that it was his son all along. Now Luca needed to find the sniffing dragon, who is supposed to be by Elijah's temple. Luca returns to the pub where Dr. Aegon helped him escape to find out that he is actually the sniffing dragon in disguise as a human. Dr. Aegon can't return back to his dragon form unless he gets back his dragon orb that he left somewhere. Luca got an orb, but it turns out to be a fake dragon orb. 
So Dr. Aegon tells Zuko to go to the fairies to grant a wish to receive a real dragon orb so that he can help fight with them. Zuko goes to the fairies with Gutru and travels back in time and switches the fake one with the real one. After getting the orb, Zuko returns to Dr. Aegon and the team Atlas, Gutru, Percy, and Luca goes to Laja's temple to save Bianca and defeat Laja. Dr. Aegon in dragon form flies to the top where Laja and Mada is. They turn Bianca back to her human self as well. The team fights Laja's men until unexpected backup arrives. The backup is Bjorg, Harry, and his army, and Sancho, who called all for the help of his master to defeat Laja. This is the final battle, and it commences as now Luca fight Laja to nearly defeat him. Luca battles Laja one-on-one to revenge his father until Atlas helped to... As Laja kills Luca's mother to acquire the spell to open the demon world, he opens the gate and dies off by Atlas striking him with a Sinifian sword. The gate slowly opens and Luca tells Atlas to throw the sword into the sky gate to close the portal. Bjorg throws Atlas into the air and throws the sword into the opening gate. Reality is suddenly disordered by the Grand Master, Nimso. The being explains why time is frozen. He is actually a virus installed in place of the real Nimso by a hacker. The being reveals that he is in a VR game of Dragon Quest while deleting everything. The virus proceeds to send Luca back to reality only for Luca to restore real-world memories and passion for Dragon Quest, allowing him to resist. Gucci reveals himself out of nowhere to be the game's antivirus program. Gucci gives Luca the means of destroying the virus and restoring the game back to normal and where he left off. Luca defeats this virus and returns back to the normal game mode and tells everyone that he defeated Nimso and the fight against evil is over. The game ends with Luca, Atlas, Percy, Sancho, Gucci, and Bianca arriving at Gotha, with Luca intending to keep this version of the game in his heart. And that is the plot of the Dragon Quest Your Story. So now we're going to be taking a short break and then we're going to be talking about the characters and also the differences between the film and the actual game. So welcome back from the break. So now we're going to be talking about the characters of the film. As first we have Luca, the hero of the story. He wears a purple turban and uses a wind-based spell. He finds out that he's actually not the legendary hero during the Battle of Bjorg. He has brown, blackish hair with shiny yellow-brownish eyes. Luca picks Bianca over Nira as he can tell her anything and is easier to talk to. Luca is strong, brave, and protects his family and friends to keep them safe. Bianca, the main character's childhood friend, Luca picks Bianca to marry to marry her after drinking a potion. Bianca is blonde with blue eyes before Laja reveals that she is a Sinifian, and her eyes change to yellow-brownish color like Luca. She is strong, brave, and a fighter. She is tomboyish as a child and will never back down from a fight. She liked Luca since they were kids and they have a baby and name it Atlas. We have Pancras, the father of Luca and king of Gothra. Fails to save his wife from Laja, he left Gotra in search for the legendary hero and is accompanied by Sancho and his son. 
He is a powerful warrior that believes Luca is a legendary hero and tries to find the sniffing sword for him. Pankra eventually dies during battle with Laja when Harry got taken away. We have Nira, the daughter of Rodrigo. She has blue hair with blue eyes. She is a noble and lives in the castle. Luca at first likes Nira, and Luca goes to defeat Borg to win Nira's heart and to marry her. Denies the wedding the next day because Nira, who is the witch, gave him the potion to confess his true love. We also have Atlas, who is Bianca and Lucas's son. He has blonde hair with bright yellow eyes. He is a legendary hero and the only one who can wield the Sinithian sword. He frees his father and mother from being stone. He lives eight years with Sancho because both of his parents got turned into stone. He is strong, brave like his parents, and he is a, he's previously the descendant of the previous legendary hero from Bianca and from Luca's bloodline, the supernatural bloodline. We have Sancho, who is a loyal servant for Pancras, and he also serves Luca after Pancras dies. He tells Luca that his mother is trapped by Elaja and his temple. He has brown hair with brown eyes. He carries a lot of, of the support items. He's a, actually a heavy, rounded-shaped character. He acts like a foster parent, and is very kind and supported throughout the film. We have Maja, the wife of Pancras and mother of Luca, gets taken by Laja at the beginning of the film. She is under a spell spear to protect her for years to come. She eventually dies shortly after seeing Luca and her grandson, Atlas, during the final battle. So those are the characters of Dragon Quest, your story. As I also wanted to talk about the differences between the film and the game. As we know, the game was actually made in 1992. It is a RPG game. It is the second Sinifian trilogy and one of the most popular Dragon Quest games. The game was for PlayStation 2 and the Nintendo DS later on. But the reason why they decided to make Dragon Quest V the game because it was the most popular and one of the best stories. So they picked that game for the film. And the differences between Luca as I'm going to go through some of the characters again, but it's mostly going to be about some things that they have in the game and they don't show in the film. So Luca actually has a extra ability to tame monsters. The hero's actual real name from the PlayStation 2 guidebook is Abel. He inherits his magical powers from his mother's side. Luca can actually marry Nero and Bianca for PlayStation 2. But for the DS version, he can marry Nira's younger sister, but that is only in the DS version. He actually has two children in the game version. One is a son, and one is the daughter. We also have Pancras. He is a non-controllable during battles, but he's powerful enough to attack twice in one round. So if you ever play Dragon Quest, you get a round, kind of like Pokemon similar. You get one round to attack or defend. But Pancras can attack twice in one round. He can use a healing spell to restore the health of himself and the hero. We have Bianca, who is an adopted daughter from Mr. Whisttaker, who is the innkeeper of the game. We do see the inn during is seem to be the pub is also the, the innkeeper, as we see where Luca goes to sleep. It is a pub and an inn as well. So it seems Bianca's dad owns the inn. 
So that's why we see her a lot, and that's why we first see her at that end. She moves to Stock and Barrel as her foster mother dies from disease, as we don't see her mother at all in the film. If the hero marries Nira, she becomes a cook and will remain single throughout her life. She has a higher attack power, but lower defense than Nira. We also have Nira, who her real parriage is actually revealed at the ending, but I guess with Rodrigo not being her actual father. If she marries the hero, or Luca, it becomes clear that she is descendant of the legendary hero as well. I do wanted to talk about some of the other characters not at all mentioned for the film. So we have the daughter of the hero, who is the twin of Atlas, supposedly, but she is unnamed of the twin child of the hero and his wife. She uses the staff of Strylos when the hero turns into stone, which we do see the staff when Atlas throws it at Luca and Bianca. She can also tame and talk to animals and monsters, but she has a low attack power. And then we also have some other characters in the film, like Albert, Pancras' brother, who runs the kingdom while he searches for the legendary hero and goes off to try and save his wife. So Pancras has a brother who takes over the kingdom while he is gone because he is actually the king. We have Mr. Whittaker, who is Bianca's foster father and the innkeeper owner. We have Prince Wilbert, who is actually a half-brother of Harry, the younger age prince. He takes the throne because Harry refused it. Maria, who is a slave like Harry, and the hero, Luca, all three actually escape together from Lodra's temple, and she later marries Harry, who is the prince of Kohlberg. And that is pretty much all the characters and the characters of the film and the differences between the characters of the film and the game as well. So a brief overview of my opinion of this film as I overall enjoyed watching it. This the ending was a little bit of what exactly? It was like just a what? So the virtual reality of it actually not being like real or like being like, oh, it was all fake. I was like, oh. But like the ending was so nice saying like how he keeps the game in his heart that enjoy video games because as a place with us, we enjoy doing it. It keeps us occupied and give us almost like a different life. So it is pretty relatable, at least to me. So I overall enjoyed it, even though the ending was kind of like meh. I also have Dragon Quest Eleven, which I only played like 15, 20 minutes of, but of course, the movie kind of gets you into trying to play the game, either Dragon Quest V or just any new Dragon Quest. Overall, I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed the characters. Luca was pretty good. I enjoyed how they also brought the beginning of the film. It was all 8-bit, just like the actual game. So it was, that, was a pretty nice, that was a pretty nice touch to the film. Somewhat stayed loyal. Of course, it was a little different. Of course, they had to cut the game shorter. They only had an hour and 42 minutes, as I'm pretty sure they made it longer and added more characters. The movie would be probably pretty much too long for an animated film, usually. So now we're going to be talking about some of the anime news that's happening. As we have Late Back Camp TV anime second season reveals some more visuals and hopefully will premiere on January of 2021. 86 sci-fi battle anime reveals cast staff and will premiere in 2020 
this season is not revealed yet. Banky Anime Season 2 premieres on Netflix on June 4th. So if you want to check out the first season, I believe the first season is also on Netflix. We also have Cells at Work. Second season will premiere on January of 2021. We also have Date a Bullet Anime Reveals some of the stuff, and it's actually going to be a spinoff of Day Day Live. Bleach finally getting its final arc done as everyone's pretty much excited for this one and I pretty much had to catch up watching that as I stopped around episode 200 or so but maybe I hopefully catch up now as they announce the final arc final season of Bleach. Uh, we also have Is the Order a Rabbit anime season reveals that's going to be in October so we also have that coming. And that is pretty much all I have for anime news. Thank you for listening, and make sure to tune in next week, which I believe is going to be No Game, No Live Zero, which is also on Netflix. And eventually, we're going to move forward with some subtle individual anime films. Continue on with this new season that I am doing. So I hope you guys enjoyed this kind of new version, new season of my podcast.